Welcome to Layer 8 Podcast, hosted by Greg Sasso and Victor Coronazario, where technology and business strategies converge to support the most important layer, the IT users. Hey everybody, welcome back. Today's episode is, of course I graduated high school. Background checks, worth every penny. <laughs> and we discussed the importance of doing background checks on all your employees, but especially your IT folks. And uh, we talk about some red flags uh, to be aware of during the background check. Mostly uh, the HR side takes care of that, but we have to consider them. Yeah, they, they provide us with the information. We go from there. All right. um, some of the things we, we came across, again, we always have to start with one of our stories. We came across um, previous job that we worked at. We The company didn't initially do background checks, but then they started to because they were getting bigger and they just wanted to handle that. And they had they, just started like that month, right? Yes. Mm. And surprisingly, we were right in the middle of a hire. And this was the first person to get the background check was one of the people for our group. So the guy, you know, we have his resume and they're doing the background check. And they, the HR comes to us and tells us, you know, hey, we're not finding the high school diploma. And we're like, no, 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 no. First was that he said he has some college. You are right. Yes, I'm sorry. You're and right. Then You're right. They can't find the trans. The, they can't get the transcripts from him. They do. They did the background check. They couldn't find the university that that he went to. Then he said. Well, then they told us that. So we're like, well, what do we do? Because we were not used to a background check. I'm like, so did he lie? Yeah. And then when we did, I think we called HR. Called them back. Yeah. Then he said, no, I took some college courses, but really, I mean, it's just high school. Yeah, I just said my high school high school diploma. diploma. So then they come back yeah. and he doesn't have a high school diploma. Right. And well, they, they can't find a high school diploma. Yeah. Then he came back and, and said, said, well, no, it's actually my GED. Uh, at that point, I'm telling Greg, and, and, and mind you, I, ho- hopefully the audience won't judge me for saying this, but I, I told him, really, I already don't trust him. But then the GED thing, well, things happen in life. I, I, I know a lot of people that have GEDs are very smart, smart folks, but... You know, we. I think we have to have some standard. Yeah. Man, I graduated high school and it was super easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. But then the funny thing was, is like, yeah, we can't find the GED. I'm like, you are kidding me. And right. then it was like, you know what? We're done. This guy's, you know, he's not that good. He's not worth all this hassle. He's obviously lied numerous times to us already. So we, I just said, rescind the offer and we move on. But it was just funny that we, perfect timing to found out, you know, with that background check and. Would that have been an issue for us down the line? I don't know. I mean, the guy clearly lied about it. Right. Well, and that's the issue. Not that he had the GED. Yeah. If he would know. have just been up front, I would have been right. maybe would a little apprehensive, it. but I think it's still fine. But yeah. the fact that he lied numerous times to us really bothered me because it really gets into a work ethic and, you know, he's going to have access to certain data. I need to be able to trust these people. Just couldn't do it at that point. So we're like, nope, he's done. Well, and this is the thing, right? For certain IT jobs, especially this one that we were hiring for, we didn't ask even for college credits. We asked for college credits or experience. Yes. So if you don't have college and you have a GED and you it, said that initially, we're human beings. Who, who knows what happened to you? You had to take, of your, take care of your mom and you had to quit school and get a GED. You come at us that way. We'll actually feel more for you as human beings and be like, we got to give this guy a chance. Well, if you're impressing us, because we've had people that aren't as technical, but their customer service skills are phenomenal. And that's really what it was about. And we've talked about that before also. Right. Well, and the thing with this guy was that he didn't say it before. So at that point, 
we didn't trust them anymore, right? And then what I was telling Greg was that you always assume people have a high school diploma. This guy wasn't 20. He was like, whatever, 30-something. So he, he had some jobs before. Yeah. So you would never think to check if the person graduated high school or has a certificate saying that he passed that curriculum, right? Well, I, we, like you're saying, we wrongly make assumptions on, you know, okay, the person graduated high school. Again, we know that stuff happens, but then when to just lie about it, which is what he did, um, yeah. was just, yeah, that wasn't going to work for us. So Right, so that background check was worth every penny, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, because I think, I think at the time, and I don't remember the name of the company that we used, but I think it was maybe, I don't know, 100 bucks. I mean, even if it was 1000 bucks, if that's going to save you a bad hire, it's more than worth it. Right. Um, and after that, I think we went through a couple more. But then down the line, I went back to HR telling them, you know, listen, with the access that IT has to the data in the company, in addition to our clients' data, I want to have the highest level background check. And at, at that point in time, we, with the company we were contracted with, there was, I think, three different levels. One was just, you know, and they, they cover different things, you know, anything from criminal backgrounds to their schooling. And then the higher up you went, you got into financial stuff. And I told them, whatever the highest one was, and it was what we did for the partners, that's what I want. And it took a little convincing, but it was a nominal cost. I said, listen, we have access to more stuff than the partners in the company. I right. think it's, it's going to pay for itself tenfold. Right. And you convinced them right away that it, it just makes sense. Everybody should know that we have access to everything in, in the IT department. That doesn't mean that we're looking because we don't have time to do that. There's just terabytes and terabytes of data out there. If you spend your day just looking at people's mailboxes, you're not doing your job. Yeah. But we do have access to it because we need to troubleshoot things. You say your outlook doesn't work. It's not connecting. Guess what? We got to figure out if it's a physical problem, a permissions problem. We, how do we test it? We try to get in it ourselves because if the mailbox is corrupted, then yeah. we'll know. So. We need access to your data. I, I gave one example to somebody the other day. I told them I wanted to do the same thing, like make sure that our IT department people were getting the right background check. And I told them, listen, um, my IT people could access everything. And to give you more perspective on this, if, if the owner of the company is trying to sell, I could find out about it. My, my tech support, staff level one, can find out about it if they want to. So you need to know that you're doing background checks on people that haven't had issues with uh, data handling or anything like yeah. that in the past. And also on that point, too, is it that the management and the ownership understands what we have access to. So they're aware of it. I mean, that should just be something that they know that, oh, and then if there was an issue there, you know, and this now Victor was in charge. Victor's in charge of that group. He could have told Victor, I need this to no one else to see this. Then Victor can try to come up with a scenario to fix that. Right. But in an IT department uh, that people are fixing stuff, unfortunately, they need to have access to it. Because if not, what ends up happening is that the, the, the department head pretty much has to do almost everything when you think about it. I mean, they, they mm -hmm. need access to that data anyway. They're, they're, there's no out on that one. Yeah. There are certain things that are sensitive that's different, right? Uh, but for the most part, they will need access to, I would say, 98% of the data. Yeah, and like I said, yeah. or, you, or you can when you get to the bigger companies you know, that have you know, big departments, you can um, compartmentalize it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, so, now, some of the things I think, um, most of these companies, again, you're not going to do this yourself. Although there's some simple things, like I found an app um, on my phone, I think it was called Bin Verified. You can download. It's a nominal cost, but I think you even get one search for free to look at someone. It's amazing what 
pulls up. You mean you don't need a social security number, you just need their name and then it pulls up if, you know, my name's Greg Sasso. If I did a search for Greg Sasso, there's not a lot, but if the, even if there's five, you can find it by, oh, this is a state they live in. And after I clicked on that, I'm looking at the past where I lived, if I had any kind of criminal activity, any kind of financial issues. This is coming up in a free app. Now, the ones that get paid for go, delve into it even more so. You can see, you know, going into the education and stuff. So it's, it's good from the business side. It's a little scary from the personal side, but... Right. I, I guess one, one thing we have to consider, sometimes we forget that there are really small companies that maybe uh, can't pay for services like this. So I, I wouldn't know what to tell them because I, I don't know how, how binding that stuff is, but it gives you an idea and it lets you know that there are things out there that you can pay for that are a little cheaper than maybe a consulting company that does it for you, right? No, you're, you're right, Victor. But like going back to what we said in the beginning is that even if it's a hundred bucks, the wrong hire is going to cost you tenfold. So I think if, you, if you're pretty sure about someone, you should check them. I mean, again, maybe not every person in your organization, but again, for the IT department, they're going to have access to stuff. You need to know if they have criminal activities, if they've you know, been in jail for something, um, if they have financial issues. I think it is vital. And even though money is a th tight thing, I think it's worth it. Well, and this is the thing. I, ha I have a bunch of examples because uh, the background checks also go in. They go into education, criminal record, and financial records, right? And I, I have a few stories about this because initially, I, I, when when I was younger, I would look at this as kind of like unfair. You know, I, I came from a uh, poorer background, so I'm accustomed to people <laughs> being in debt. I mean, the adults around me being in debt—they're just trying to make it, right? But the thing about the, the financial records, for example, I don't know the person that I'm hiring, so I can only judge by their resume, right? Mm -hmm. by, uh, by their interview, and by this piece of paper that tells me this is what they've done in the past. I have to make a judgment, you know, is it, is it unfair sometimes? Yes, but unfortunately, that's all I have because I don't know them. So I, I'm, just, I'm just mentioning this, Greg, because yeah. I want to put that perspective. I don't judge somebody on a personal level for having financial issues in the past. Yeah, no, no. I grew up with a bunch of people that had to do it that way, right? But the problem is that Use I know those people, so I know they're good and yeah. they just were in trouble. But if I didn't know them, how else can I judge them, right? Well, also for an interview and for a job. Make sure you take it in context, meaning, you know... Also, well, in saying this too, check with your HR people. We don't know what you're allowed to ask. So if you see this, it could be that, you know, can we ask the, this person about it? Or can your HR department ask them what happened here? Because like Victor said, it could be something that was, okay, they didn't get to pay back a car loan because someone got sick. Okay, that's fine. But, you know, if they went to jail for stealing, that might be a red flag. And really then, can are you, uh, you don't have to hire them at that point. I think, right. well, in Virginia, I think it's a right to work state, if I'm not right. mistaken. In Virginia, at least it's a right to work. But again, you want to make sure how to use it. Because some things you might say, I don't care about that. I had an issue that came up with someone I hired about, you know, a legal thing at an airport. And I looked at it, I'm like, okay, but does this, is this even relevant for what I'm looking at? Right, because it was a legal thing because of a comment. It yeah. wasn't something, an action, like yeah. an adverse So action. I was like, you know, and they're like, well, it's up to you. And it, it was nice to have the information, but I was like, the person's still great. I don't really care about this. You know, people have done stupid things in the past. You know, you can't now if it was a constant theme throughout, you know, you got a background check that's 20 pages long. Yeah, I probably wouldn't hire the guy. Well, but yeah, this was something just small. So, well, because unfortunately, you know, uh, corporate life is not real life. 
uh, the way I judge people in a, in a corporate setting is not the same way I judge people on a personal side. Correct. Yeah, yeah I have a lot of friends that some people might be even scared of. <laughs> <laughs> but I know them and I know the mistakes that they made and I, and, and I know the situations and all that, so I, I judge them in a different way. If I was going to hire them and I didn't know them, I would have to go by that paper, that yeah. rap sheet. Right? Well, he said is you have to, yeah. if, if you have two or three, you just want to know what you're getting into. Yeah. You know, I mean, in any part of your life, you know, hell, even in personal life, you might want to do that. Right. You want to see, you know, who you're going to be working with. And if there's issues there, just be aware of them up front. You know, it, maybe it's an issue. It, it doesn't even matter, but at least you're aware of it so you can keep an eye on that kind of stuff. Right. And, and also, we have to remember that, especially, we, we're in the D.C. metro area, folks, and, and a lot of people either support government contractors or are government contractors themselves. A lot of, a lot of jobs need top-secret clearance. Guess what? It doesn't matter if you want to hire them. If your client doesn't want you to hire them and for them to be on that job, yeah. they won't be. No, so that, you have to take that into consideration, yeah. too. Right? And that's a, that's a great point. You don't want to hire someone to then, you know, if you're going to use them on a government site and then realize they can't get a clearance. Right. And then you're like, well, now I've got someone that I can't even use. So that, but again, always obviously check with HR, but just be aware of this and know that you can look at this, use the information as the proper way and as you'd see fit. Right. Well, and, I, and I guess also we, we have to look into other stuff and maybe we should have an, an, an HR episode. Uh, you have to look at EEOC standards, all that stuff to make sure that you're not breaking laws. Yeah, There's yeah. so many now. It's so complicated. That's why we say, you know, we were always really good at um, here's what we think. But is that OK with HR yeah. and get their stamp? Because that's human capital is what we're talking about. And the HR department is priceless. So if you're small and you don't have it, then get a consultant. I mean, something. Do something. Don't try to do it yourself. I, 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 don't, I wouldn't recommend yeah, it. Yeah, realizing, you know, again, money's always an issue, but, you know, don't be cheap up front to then get, you know, screwed later on. <laughs> screwed is the right word in certain situations. But anyway, I, I think that's all we have. Do we have any, uh, for the wrap-up, do we have any quick advice for people to take away from this episode? No, I, I would just say again, it's more than worth it to do it. Yes, it's going to cost some money. Um, later on, what we'll do, maybe have a follow-up episode or even you know go back and put some tags in there. If I can find some sites, we're happy to share those with you, everyone. Or if I can talk to someone that actually did them for us before I'll get their names and we'll put them up there also. All right, great. Well, I learned a lot today. Did you learn something today, Greg? Yep. Okay, great. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You can see a list of all of our podcasts at LLC.com. Make sure to tune in to our next episode.